You're listening to Identity Revolution. We invite industry leaders for data-driven discussions on all things marketing, analytics, and identity. Join us as we take a deep dive into industry trends, strategies, and the future of data technology. Hey everybody, it's Corey Davis from Infutor Data Solutions. I lead the MarTech, AdTech, and Media Industry and Vertical here in Infutor, and we have a quick recap show from 2021. So super interesting time to be working in identity. Personally, I find the, the chaos to be a lot of fun. Figuring out how to do things right and stay ahead can be a pretty daunting task. So as we look at the, the past year, the effects of the pandemic, driving digital adoption years and years ahead of, of where we expected it to be in 2021, privacy conscious consumers demanding better behaviors out of advertisers and publishers, while industry regulations and laws continue to take shape, more walled gardens popping up, a handful of universal IDs in various stages of development, and a million other things. Uh, it is a lot. So we turn to the leaders, setting the pace, uh, who continue to stay at the forefront, and we look for their guidance and uh, get to listen to some pretty incredible stories. So please, please, please check out Infutor's Identity Revolution podcast in 2022. Uh, and here's a look back at some of the guests we are fortunate enough to spend time with this year. There's a couple of things though that have that have become really clear. One was, you know, the whole time we weren't really paying as an industry, we weren't really paying attention to to consumer privacy and, and the fact that have these people know that their data is being used for all these purposes. I think the changes in the last five years, led by GDPR and regulation, some uh, sort of self-policing has been really, really healthy, right? We need to protect consumer privacy. You know, I think we're going to only continue to see more privacy, more uh, legislation like GDPR, CCPA, um, those types of concerns really saying, no, I as a person own myself, I own my data. You, know, you don't just have carte blanche right to just leverage it. I need to give you permission. So what we discovered is that many of our customers and many of other companies that we meet, basically once the corona hit, needed to stop using their historical data because it's no longer indicative for the patterns and they need external data sources in order to kind of identify or understand the world around them by looking at other data sources other than the historical first party data that they collected. And so I think that there was actually a study done by McKinsey and it showed that COVID has accelerated digital adoption by three years. So that's a significant statistic, because if you think about that, mm -hmm. anything that would have been adopted three years from now was adopted in, what was it, like nine or 10 months, right? Pretty much anyone with fairly basic programming expertise now has uh, the opportunity uh, through uh, open source libraries and publicly available tools to get in and start doing some pretty hardcore data science. This is incredibly awesome and allows so many more eyes uh, on good data sets. Now, the downside is that, you know, it also creates a whole lot more bad analyses. You know, what we're really focused on is providing actionable data. You know, we can have all the data in the world, but if we can't take action on it, what good is it? Um, you know, we can't drive revenue for sponsors or ourselves. And so that's really been a focus of trying to get not only the quantity of data in that we want um, to go around and play with, but really just things that we can act on. But nobody really paid much attention to the quality of the data. And, you know, the, in marketing, the emphasis was always on scale. Like, how can I reach, you know, an impossibly narrow audience 
So what we've done is bring accuracy to the equation, right? It's not just price and scale, it's accuracy too. The digital devices that we have and the connectivity and the scale is just like, it's bonkers. How many more sort of like connected devices that there are today? And how literally everything that can become digital is quickly becoming digital. So utilizing the data to understand the attributes of, you know, either those clients that you want to attract or those employees that you want to retain or attract and understanding who they are and what motivates them, what drives them, I think is critical to succeed in, in today's business environment. What I really want to know is why. Why are you purchasing certain things? Why do you go to a store on Saturday versus Sunday? Why did you buy this product versus this product? What are the cultural aspects of the things that you're buying? So for me, it's about the psychographics, so the enrichment of identities, if you want to look at it that way, to look at like attributes who make you who you are. But I think there's a need for, not only for more accurate data and more complete data sets, but also I think there's a growing conversation around the rights to use that data and how that data was collected. Is it ethically sourced so that the models that are relying on it, right, can be trusted, can be verified, and ultimately can be used widespread. Consumers are more savvy than ever, right? And mm -hmm. You know, they're not simply going to just give out their information for nothing or for no perceived value. I would say that the uh, very much heightened public awareness of the inherent bias in data. There is no such thing as unbiased data. Every single data set is biased. It's a thing. And that's not necessarily a problem, but it's something that people need to be aware of and need to be taking into account when they're using it to predict the future. You know, right now, it's pretty insane, um, uh, as, as you know, in terms of investing around data and analytics and, um, and identity and venture investment and, you know, some incredible valuations and exits and, and so forth. And, and as a result, there's a lot of innovation that's being funded and there's a lot of marketing. I often get the question from people like, How sh what should I be doing in preparation for the Google changes or the Apple changes. And usually my answer is take a deep breath because there's what can only be described as panic around some of these changes that are happening right now. And there's uncertainty and people don't like uncertainty. But now all of a sudden you've got media, you've got data, you've got tech, you've got regulation, you've got operating systems, you really have a tangled web. And I think what's really interesting about that is where there's chaos, there's opportunity. And so when you think about some of the challenges that are prompting a lot of the change that is on the horizon, you've got the loss of consumer trust, right? I think we recognize that. You've got changes in privacy and regulation. And I think it's really important to create solutions that are compliant in a market that is only going to become tighter and more restricted. Audience, thank you for joining us and we will see you next time. Have a good one.